Okay, we are here with Audra Danell from the uh, the Thread, and we are live from the Hive. That's a lot of things. Yeah. The things. <laughs> and it's the first live show in a while, and we're a mask. So if you can't hear us, let us know. Um, we're excited to to be back in person, and just things are kind of starting to get a little bit normal. But um, we always like to start off with our guests, where you tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So excited to be here. Um, I had been watching Ceiling Breakers since before I moved back to Wichita, so Aww. I was, yeah, fangirl <laughs> when you reached out to me. I was Aww. like, oh, that's cool. That feels good. Yeah, so my name's Audra. I'm born and raised in Wichita, grew up, went to North High School, mm-hmm. um, so I'm a, a Redskin alum, and uh, graduated, um, went to KU for a few years, and then ended back up at Wichita State, and I was an IMC major, so they have a pretty cool program over there um, called Integrated Marketing Communications. So, met a lot of awesome. great people there, yeah. Married my high school sweetheart, Aww. started working for a corporate company here in Wichita, and then got the opportunity to transfer with that company to their Colorado office. So, in 2012, we sold our house, packed up, moved to Colorado. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So when I was there, I worked for marketing agencies and had our first baby and then got the opportunity to be a vice president at a, a small ad agency in Honolulu, Hawaii. So, Ooh. yep, moved moved our That's family no there. Winner. I know, right? I know. <laughs> We're doing this. And it was like it was like the middle of the winter too, like February. So I was yes. like, yes, yes, I need to move to Hawaii for sure. Um, moved there, had, had another baby and pandemic hit. Um, I had been self-employed at that time for a few few years, and we just decided it's time to move home and, and plant our roots back in our community in Wichita and raise our little babies here. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. So when you were self-employed, were you doing, like, marketing stuff, or what were you doing? Yep. After I had my second son, I decided to go out on my own and just take clients and do freelancing and marketing and did some executive recruiting as well. Fun. Yeah. Great. Well, what an adventurer. So, well, we're glad that you're back here, though. Thank that's, you. That's, um, we have a lot of boomerangs on this show and um, or whatever they call it. I don't know. It <laughs> is boomerang. And, you know, <laughs> I heard, and I just, I, we just always love to have people back. So Yeah. Well, I hadn't heard of the term boomerang mm-hmm. until I connected with the Connecting ICT group. Have you mm-hmm. heard of them? Yeah. Yeah, it's such a great group. And I got connected with them back in town. And uh, Ty Patton, who is the founder of the group, called me a boomerang. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm keeping that. That's awesome. Yes. I didn't realize there were so many boomerangs, but but yeah. there are quite a few in the city. I think so. I think people, for whatever reason, realize that uh, sometimes we think the grass is always greener and sometimes things are just better here or, you know, being close to family and affordable living or whatever it is. I think um, we see that a lot. We've seen that a lot at the brewery. People, like young people move to Austin or Denver and then they come to, they're like, we're back. Like the yeah. next year, they're just like, it was a lot. We just, whatever reason. And we're like, well, we're, and they're like, Wichita's getting cool. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, keep making it cool. So. Well, we're glad you're back. Well, thank you. Um, so tell us about the thread. Yeah. What is it? Why did you start it? Yep. How did you start it? All so that. the thread is, it's a women's leadership collective. And what our mission is, is to nurture the ambition in women to lead. So really, I started it because I had the opportunity to be a part of a similar group in the Honolulu market when I was working there. I was pregnant with my second son, um, had just been in the city for a year or so, and got connected with a group called the Patsy Team Inc. Leadership Alliance. 
got accepted into their program and went through it and had such a great experience. And that is really what gave me the confidence to step out on my own, which is something I had wanted to do for many years. Mm -hmm. So when we decided to move back to Wichita, I looked around in the market and saw that there's a lot of cool things going on. I didn't see something exactly like what I had experienced. So I decided to bring it to the market. And when I first moved back in July, it was funny. I put together a leadership group of top leaders in, in big organizations here. Um, I had, you know, the director of marketing from Exploration Place and Via uh-huh. Christie and someone from Boeing. I just had a lot of great women. I brought them in a room together and I said, here's what I want to do. Um, this is my experience. This is my gut feeling and intuition about what women um, need and mm-hmm. want. What do you ladies think? And I mean, so nervous, seriously, like sweating through my dress. <laughs> the ladies, every single one of them was like, yes, I wish this was around when I, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago for me, this would have been so helpful. So oh, great. come August. But that's what you want to hear. I know. I know. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're always afraid to be like, uh, no, like we already, we already know all that. Yeah, that, that was <laughs> we honestly, already have that. Yeah. That was my biggest fear is that people wouldn't get it and that people would say, oh, we already have that. We yeah. don't need that. There's enough women's groups. But that wasn't the case, um, luckily. And so I'd been working on my business plan since April of 2020 and had that group in July of 2020 as soon as I moved back and got my LLC in August. And here we are. Yeah. So um, that's kind of the story of of where it came from. And then once I I had that focus group and heard from those women, Mm -hmm. I started to dig into research and found that what we're doing is actually very research-backed. So... Mm -hmm. There was a study from, I think it was Northwestern in Chicago, about women, how they succeed versus men. And I think so often as women, we have been given the advice to do what the guys do. Get on the golf course, have Mm -hmm. the beers, like try and break into the boys club. But really research shows us that men succeed by one of the ways they succeed is by having connections in the right places for women to succeed the research shows that we need connections in the right places as well but we also need a small intimate group of women who are pushing us and giving us inside insight and cheering us on Mm -hmm. so we need what what men need to succeed and more and part of that is a tight-knit group of female professionals Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Love it. Okay, so explain a little about kind of what, I don't want to say like what is it, but like, I mean, I think we have an idea, but kind of what if it's like trainings you offer and like what um, you can expect and then how it differs from other, because we know there's a lot of programs like we have the Hive here, there's a lot of like women in leadership and career women um, groups around, a lot of companies have their own women's groups, so, so tell us a little bit about that. So there are so many amazing groups in Wichita. Um, that I'm so excited about. So the thread is what we do is we bring women together. We bring a small group of women together who are mid-career. So these are Mm -hmm. women who are leaders in their company, potentially business owners, Mm -hmm. um, have influence in some way in the decision-making that pertains to their organization. And we bring them together and we provide them growth-oriented workshops. Mm -hmm. So we talk about topics like cultivating confidence from the inside out, emotional intelligence, negotiation, how to build your social capital, 
And then in addition to that, we break that larger group into smaller mastermind groups. So Mm -hmm. the women actually have a chance to be in the same small mastermind for the entire cohort, which the first cohort is eight months. And they talk about their challenges and they take down their armor and they get real about and vulnerable about, okay, here's what's going on. Here's what I'm struggling with. And the ladies in the mastermind are tasked to help them, whether it be with wisdom or connections or ideas, but really just to mastermind their challenges together. And then each of those mastermind groups gets a mentor that comes in once a month. And this, this mentor is someone who's closer to the end of her career, who's had a lot of experience and who can just pour into these women and be their mentor um, if they don't have one. That's great. I know. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot of a lot of things that we hear from a lot of our guests and just women that um, we talk to a lot is just um, that they always are looking for a mentor. A lot of young women don't know how to ask for a mentor. That comes up all the time. Yeah. Like I think sometimes some of us have had mentors or we've mentored others and we feel like it's kind of like, okay, do, do we have to keep talking about this? But it's just such a need all the time. We just That's like the number one thing. I'm on the Know Your Worth women's leadership conference committee Mm -hmm. that we do here in the fall and that's like the number when we ask like what topics do you want to see um with the conference you know for speakers and workshops and just what what do you want to what do you want to learn what do you want to see and mentoring comes up every time so that's great and the and the um doing a mastermind um that's something that i've tried to participate in with different groups of um you know men and women in different areas and it just never quite fit so i bet this is just could be a much better fit for a lot of women just looking to find that find that tight-knit group yeah yeah yeah. um and and you're right mentorship is important and it's not going to go away and until everyone and here's the thing mentors don't necessarily have to last your whole lifetime Mm -hmm. I've got some excellent mentors my father's one of my biggest mentors um and I have mentors that sort of rotate in and out depending on what I need and what season But you did ask specifically about how the thread is different from Mm -hmm. some of the other organizations. So I wanted to address that a little bit. So it is just for women, first of all. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a small group. So our cohorts will always be capped at 30 women max. Mm -hmm. Our first cohort is shaping up to be about 15 to 20 women. So these are small groups. Um, In addition to the the growth-oriented workshops that we get, we do that mastermind, too. Mm -hmm. So this is women who are intentionally coming to a new relationship saying, we're here to mastermind, we're here to help each other and solve problems. Um, And then it's it's really not about networking as Mm -hmm. much as some of the other groups are. Um, And here's the thing. Networking is totally going to happen because Mm -hmm. we do business with people that we are in relationship with and we enjoy. But really, the intention of the thread is to get women together, allow them to have vulnerable, honest, authentic conversations about real challenges and real struggles, and just p- provide that that space for that growth and that support and for mm-hmm. women to level up. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. It's different in those yeah. ways. Well, and I think networking, I think we miss that now. We I, There was a point where I was so sick of all the networking events, and this is why, it's part, partly why we started doing, Renee and I started doing this, because we're like, we just want to sit down and talk to women. like. And it always, and it was like, because those networking events, you can never like, 
always talk to the people that you want to talk to, or you end up just like talking to the ones you know. Mm-hmm. And so we always felt like we and, we, and we liked going to things, and I miss going to things, but it was always like a fun thing where if there was this particular woman we wanted to talk to, we could just go up and be like, oh, I know we're wrapping up, or you're get, you can tell they're like getting ready to go, and you're like, do you, would you like to be on our podcast? Yeah. <laughs> and it was always like a great opener. And yes. so that's partly why we did this because we're like, we're like, we're over the networking events. So yeah, well, um, I love networking. I mean, definitely nothing against that. Yeah. It's just, there's more, there's more than that. And this group is, yeah. is just it's like something a little different. Taking it to the next level, which I think a lot of women need. And I think uh, whether they're, they own their own business or they're just trying to move up to the next level in their career, or they're like, I could see even just like, especially at this point where we're at in the world is just changing careers how do you even go about that or just doing something you know everyone everyone's had to I don't don't want to use the word pivot because we do that so much but everyone's had to you know adjust and be really flexible and then I think people are realizing well maybe I can do something else or maybe I have this side hustle I can pursue or uh, what does that look like so that's exciting that is so exciting and in talking to the ladies who are um, becoming a part of our first cohort we have some women who are in transition so we have one woman who has gone from controller to cfo um, Mm -hmm. in the pandemic and she's coming to the group looking for uh you know just a a place to plug in and help support her growth that has just happened we have some new business owners we have some seasoned business owners that are ready to you know expand and um invest in themselves Mm -hmm. again um so we have quite a variety of women coming for different reasons some women are coming because they're working in male-dominated industries and they need their support group of women specifically Mm -hmm. love it yeah want to give a shout out if you guys are watching um definitely comment ask your questions ginger lobdale's on hey ginger miss you from (laughs) she hopes she says this sounds incredible i'm so excited to learn about the thread yay thanks ginger so fun okay so let's get to logistics i'm all about the logistics of things because i'm okay so part of this is you get to kind of i don't want to call it advertising but it is it's like you get to advertise what what you're doing here so you're taking applications i want to know how people apply what the cost is all that stuff good good question so oh and there's ashlyn that's awesome hi ashlyn hey ashlyn we love you Um, so our first cohort starts on March 9th. Mm-hmm. That's a little less than two weeks away. Our applications, we do still have some spots available. Applications are open until March 1st is the last day. Okay. The cost is 2500 for the eight-month cohort. Mm-hmm. Typically, women are getting their companies to invest in them as leaders and give them the time away from work and the mm-hmm. financial commitment to secure their spot. Um, you can go to our website, which is thethreadwlc.com. WLC stands for Women's Leadership Collective. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. And, um, yeah, we start in, in just a few weeks. So yeah. we're excited to, to see who else yeah. comes in. It's exciting. Kicking off uh, Women's History Month. I was, like, so bummed this time last year when everything was, like... <laughs> The world was coming to an end, and we had all these, like, events, and I was going to, like, speak on all these panels, and then it was, like, and then in August is supposed to be the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment, and it was just, God, we need a redo. I know. <laughs> 2020 I know. was supposed to be so great. I know. <laughs> uh. We need a redo. But, yeah, that's exciting. Perfect time to do it. So, so you get started. Everybody apply. Learn more about it. The website's really nice. Check out the website. Thank you. Um, and then, and then what's next? Like, what do you see, you know, you get this started, do you see, like, you said it's eight, 
Eight months. Eight months. Yep. So is this like one group after another? Do you see things happening? Other yeah. other events happening from this or? Yeah. So it is um, cohort based. So the first cohort will be eight months, mm-hmm. um, March through October. Our second cohort already has a list of uh, women interested, and that's going to be a six month cohort. Mm. So we're just playing around with the t- the the timing a little bit to see which one feels better. Um, that's going to start in October of 2021 and run through March of 2022. So second cohort's kind of already in the works as well. Um, so this, the cohorts that we're putting together right now are for really for mid-career professionals. Again, whether that be a business owner, mm-hmm. someone who works for a small business, someone who works for corporate. In the future, we're thinking about some other exciting events for different demographics. Right now, um, I'm in the process of putting together an event for specifically female entrepreneurs in the city. Yes. Yay! I want to be. I want to be really involved with this. <laughs> I'm excited. And you know, I'm just so excited and energized by the conversations mm-hmm. I've been having with women business owners. There's so much going on mm-hmm. in the city with female entrepreneurs, and uh, my hope is to create a space to bring some of the women together, and um, you know, just again create those communities so Mm -hmm. I you know the thread everything is really so so much about community where Mm -hmm. we want to we want to build and invest in our confidence as women and we want to solidify connections and and just build a thicker community so that's so exciting I know well and I think a lot of times and we've talked about this before women especially just feel like when you're a business owner or you're just doing something on your own or maybe you're like we're talking about you know it's a side hustle or whatever you're doing that you're you, you think you have to do everything yourself and even if you are members of other organizations or you're in, you know, in clubs or gr- groups, whatever, it's it's still it's still you feel like you have everything. Nobody knows what you're going through. Yeah. And I know and I've just talked to other um, I'm involved with like the small business. Um, there's like a small business committee with the chamber and we, you know, we've been doing all the Zoom calls and kind of spitballing ideas and things that we need to be talking about and things that you know workshops and things that we need to be getting with the with the chamber and but even then like we talk like how's everybody doing and I feel like it's this like level of it's and not everybody knows everybody that well so and everybody's in a different place but there's this level of you have to be like everything's great yeah like and this is this perfect example of a time where everything's not great people are not doing well businesses aren't doing well we're frustrated we have a lot of questions and everybody just has to be like no we you know we've we've like rebranded and we've like we're doing and then you feel like you're not doing as well as somebody else and then there's always this like one up thing I don't think anybody means to be that way right but I feel it's like that and and just like the entrepreneur mindset sometimes you feel like you have to be like that I think sometimes you always have to be like well this is what we're doing and and I'm going to get advice for you but I'm going to also give you advice on this and it just it's but at some level it's like we just need to be able to be honest and talk about how can we work together to solve problems and I think women a lot of times are more apt to do that and the women entrepreneurs that I've met and that we've had on ceiling breakers have been more willing to 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 have that conversation than a lot of a lot of the male business owners and that's just I think it just a different way of doing things it doesn't have to be male or female but just a different way of looking at leadership a different way of um working together collaborating and we see that a lot here in Wichita a lot of small businesses are all about collaborating versus competition yeah because we know for you know all doing well um if, you know, the more we're all doing well, then we're all doing well. And yeah. that's just, that's not the great way to say it, but that's just what I've always said because it, it's, we all help each other. And even in the brewing industry, we work together all the time. We brew beer together. We help each other because yeah, it's competition, but it's, we, we need each other to yeah. keep it going. We need right. people to want to drink local craft beer and we need more than just one of us around. And so yeah. I think a lot of that mindset is going in that direction. And I, and I don't know if, 
I don't know if every community is like Wichita. Um, I know every a lot of most brewing communities in other um, cities and states are like that. But I think you know the old way of thinking is you always have to be like competitive with right. each other. Because think about all the all the women who own restaurants in our community. And the, yeah. You know, and the old way of thinking is you have to, oh, you're doing this special. We're going to do this, and every, I'm going to take all your people. And or but these days it's like, it's almost like how can we work together to offer. Yeah offer everybody that you know foodie experience whatever experience that is that customer um experience that we can do it together yeah so i think the entrepreneur group will be great well and i think i mean you hit the nail on the head on two two big things i mean it it is such a more of a culture of brand partnerships and collaboration over competition and that Mm -hmm. is exactly you know what the thread is all about and that's exactly what the hive is all about Mm -hmm. and so many of these amazing women groups so i think potentially 10 or 15 years ago women in business had this idea in their head and i don't want to generalize it it's not everyone but many women in business thought you know there's not enough room for all of us like Mm -hmm. you said and now today the um, entrepreneurs of our generation and even younger are mm-hmm. all about brand partnerships and helping each other out and realizing there's actually enough for everyone to go around. There's an abundance, so an abundance mindset. And then the second thing you said, you know, that I, I really resonated with is women in leadership do things differently. Mm-hmm. And again, not to generalize, but I think, especially during the pandemic and seeing how countries with mm-hmm. female leaders are um, statistically doing mm-hmm. better we are realizing that there's not one way to lead and that there's not one way to look when you're a leader. Mm -hmm. And we are giving more value to traits and um, habits that that are are typically uh, assigned to women, like compassion Mm -hmm. and empathy and listening and vulnerability. We're taking those things and instead of, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, that being perceived as weak, we're mm-hmm. saying no. That is a that is a leadership quality. That is a strength, and that is going to get you from here to there. Yeah. So I think there's really a tide turning, and I think just as women in leadership and business and business owners, it, you know, it's our job to help keep that going. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those soft skills. As a student of leadership, that was always a the business school would always like make fun of us. I'm like, oh, you're just kumbaya, and it's like, no, those soft skills. Like that's what's that's what's so important, and you can learn. Everyone can learn the hard skills. It's the soft skills that that I think um, are just are getting us or bringing us together and making us stronger for sure. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. Anybody have any, where are we on the time? Oh, we're still doing good. Okay. So I want to talk about, what else did we say we're going to talk about? Okay. Um, we kind of hit it all. I know. We're we did so it really fast. fast. I know. So, oh no. So we're talking about how, um, Wichita, you know, they always say Wichita is like a big, small town. So we like actually are connected and didn't even realize this. So I think we should talk about this. So Audra comes in and tell me how, how we, we've, this is the first time we've met each other in person. Yeah. But, but how you've been connected? on my radar for a few months yeah. because I bought a house from your cousin. Yeah. And your other cousin is my sister-in-law. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is so Wichita. But that's what I love. And then in conversation, yes. we're talking about the things that we're doing, the initiatives that, you know, are on both of our plates and we're realizing we have so many people in common. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, I love so much uh, that part about Wichita and coming back as a boomerang, like I've had to integrate myself into two different markets. This is my third integrate, this is a reintegration, but it's my third time integrating into a new market. Mm-hmm. And in Fort Collins where we lived before in Honolulu, it was different because, you know, I maybe knew one or two people maybe 
and it was a slower build. But coming back to Wichita, I just have felt so welcomed, and it just reminds me how good the people in the Midwest are and how much so many people want to collaborate and help each other out. Mm -hmm. It's not about what you can do for them or, you know, being extremely efficient with their time. It's really about relationships here Mm -hmm. and community here. Yeah, I know. That's that's been cool. I love that it's all about relationships. I had no idea it would be that way. And and starting a business, I mean, without any business experience and not knowing um, what to expect has been that we've been really welcomed in the community and, um, you know, learn a lot and have people reach out to us for advice now, which we're like, really? But, I mean, we've been around for almost six years. (laughs) It just seems like yesterday. But (laughs) sometimes it seems really long. But, yeah, I mean, it's just – it's just amazing. And then, yeah, it's just, it's so funny, the connections and like, especially here at the Hive, you'll meet people and you're like, well, you know, so-and-so. And and right now I'm seeing that a lot where we used to always be, and I took that for granted. I was talking mm-hmm. about the networking events. Mm-hmm. We used to always be out at everything, seeing all these people. And I really took that for granted because I was, I mean, when the pandemic started, I was really at like event burnout. I was sick of going to things. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do any more galas. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'll just like, if I can donate money or time mm-hmm. to a nonprofit, like I just can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't go to any of these events where it's all the same people. And so I feel like um, it was a little break for me for a while, which is nice. But then now, you know, I realize after, you know, a few months in that like we all did, I think that, oh, this is a thing for a while. And I really miss, you know, miss that interaction with everybody. And I, I didn't realize how much I relied on that for my business, for my, like, personal, um... Filling your bucket. Yeah, filling your bucket. Like, yeah, you're just, like, um, you know, we talk a lot about mental health right now, and and all of that was just really... And I'm I'm extroverted uh, most of the time. I have have some introverted tendencies where I just, like, I need to get away. But but I miss that, and I know we're all zoomed out. Like, we're all just, like, I can't see you. I can't... I want to hug you. (laughs) We all miss hugs. I know. I know. We miss talking without... Like, I miss seeing people's mouths. <laughs> yes. It's so weird. I know. Yeah. It's so weird. And then, yeah, and then trying to be, like, at the brewery, it's all, um, like, I feel like the the masks, like, muffle. Uh-huh. And then pe- you're talking to people sometimes, and you know they didn't hear anything you just said because it's noisy. And you're like, sorry. And like, what? And you're just like, or you don't recognize people. And they're like, hello. <laughs> it's me. And you're just like, oh, well, I, I can tell you had, like, sunglasses and a mask on. Yeah, so it's yeah. just been super weird. But I think it's. I think we're hopeful and we're on the up and we have to, one thing we really want to talk more about, um, everyone watching or that will be watching or listening to this is we are looking for more guests. I really want to focus a lot on how, um, not to be a downer, but how this pandemic has affected women, Mm -hmm. um, the most, um, whether they've had to leave their jobs to stay at home with their kids or they've had to adjust their work schedule and then how that's going to look. I mean, when you kind of look at some of the research and, um, you know, women, just women in, in business and how things are going that women have had to, had to take the brunt of a lot of that responsibility. And it's like, ah, I felt like we were getting so far, you know, far, it's like two steps forward, mm-hmm. <laughs> one step back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we were, we were doing so well and getting so, you know, and, and really thriving. And now we're, we're kind of, we're kind of backing off. So I think the good thing about that though is eyes are on, on the problem. Yeah, I you think know, so too. People are recognizing that women are falling out of the workforce in, in droves. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it's, that the pandemic is affecting working mothers in particular very mm-hmm. hard because of the challenges with the, 
um, schooling from home mm-hmm. while working, you know, while trying to maintain somewhat of a, a household, you know, structure. So I, I do think like that the pandemic is going to give us a lot of blessings, mm-hmm. you know, if we can find them. And I think that's one of the things is the eyes are actually on yeah. these problems now and people are actively working on some solutions yeah. to support working mothers. I hope so. And I think that, you know, um, things like the thread will be great mm-hmm. to like to re-engage women and to get them, you know, thinking I can do this or maybe I want to, you know, com- you know, completely change my career or I want to advance or I want to get back into it or I want to do more part-time and be home more or whatever yeah. that looks like yeah. um, that we are really focusing on that because, yeah, it worries me and, and we kind of knew this is how it was going to go when like the school shut down, right? Yeah. And that's just kind of how it had to be and it's everybody, you know, we just thought it was going to be for like a few months. <laughs> I think at first, like, oh, we'll just get through the spring, we'll get through the summer we'll get through the fall I know so um, I definitely want to hear more about that so um, definitely send us your um, ideas for guests I'm always looking for just any women and they don't have to be in Wichita because we can do zoom calls but focus a lot on women in Wichita and just um, we just say they're everyday women with their extraordinary stories which we all have and then the thing that we love about Ceiling Breakers is that we're able to um, we know that you're listening and that Um, And we get a lot of feedback that the stories that women tell, no matter where they're at in their careers, where they're at um, in their lives, that we can connect and relate to those stories a lot of times and talk about how we, um, you know, women are so relatable. And we feel like, I think Audra and I felt like we already knew each other (laughs) before we we even, before we really even said hi. So, um, yeah, so we're looking, looking to, to do more shows, probably do one or two a month and we'll kind of see where things go. Um, hopefully this format is working okay. We'll work out the kinks, you know, me and technology. Um, but we also have the podcast as well. So definitely give this a share. Um, and then tell us again before we wrap up. Tell us again. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. Are you guys still seeing it? It says we're still live. Hopefully it's fine. Tell us again the website, where to apply, and all of that one more time. So you can apply for the thread if you're a mid-career female professional, business owner, uh, leader, have influence in your company. You can apply for the thread uh, until March 1st, and you can go to our website, thethreadwlc.com, and applications are right there. All right. Well, yeah. thanks again Thank for you joining so me and kind of being my guinea pig for this yes, format. So fun. Um, yes. Everybody have a wonderful Wonder Woman Wednesday, and we'll talk to you all soon. Thanks. Thank Bye. you.